I'm Chris Condi reporting for Ad Astra, KJHK's Arts and Culture Hour. Last time on Ad Astra, I had the pleasure of discussing Chicano art with Hollywood actor Cheech Marin. In preparation for his talk at the Lawrence Arts Center, I sought out LFK's own Chicano artists. On a rainy afternoon in early September, I headed downtown, past the university, past the busy sidewalks of Massachusetts Street, until I found myself surrounded by a combination of neighborhoods, industrial warehouses, and what you might call ambush art. The East Lawrence Art District is home to a collection of artists. One such artist I had a chance to speak with was Danny Ramirez. My name is Danny Ramirez. I um, was born in Mexico, but I have lived here in Lawrence for the last 16 years. I am uh, doing my grad studies on fine arts at the KU University. I'm a father of two, and sometimes I think I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I met him in a studio in the district, and we discussed where he's been and where he's going in the world of art. What got you into art, Danny? Growing up, I was really close with uh, my friends and uh, we explored graffiti and uh, murals at a large scale and it developed this sort of like bond not only with colors with the methods of just the physicality that it takes to create artwork so that has been my passion for a long time I've done many other things but I think that's what I like the most. Do you remember a piece when you were young that really stuck with you, that really maybe took you out of, you know, the other things that you were doing and then said, hey, maybe this is something I would like to do? Uh, yeah, when I was like 13 years old, my uh, grandma's house, the back uh, wall faced one of the busiest intersections in the city I'm from in Mexico. And she would let me and my friends paint it however we wanted. So the uh, police would show up because they would think we were vandalizing, but then she would come out and tell them to go away. So that was a cool experience, I think. We always like customizing things too. So we like uh, making like t-shirts with like uh, air gun. So we would do our tags on our t-shirts and things like that. I mean, I'm not saying they were great, but we were trying. We liked like one of a kind things, I think. That's always stuck with me. I, just, I appreciate unique things. And if somebody takes time to have the skills and the craftsmanship to make something one of a kind, I love that. Technology is really interesting in that way. It sort of allows you to be to create your own bubble and your own world. You can pick what you want to wear, you can pick what you want to read, you can... everything is there for you. So looking at some of your works, it seems like these almost look like digital prints. Uh, is that something you work with? Yeah, the three behind me are uh, laser engraved uh, drawings and they're overlap images of different uh, religious systems from different cultures. What inspired you to put something like this together? I love the classic elegance of uh, Western European sort of Catholic or Christian art. And in Mexico there is this weird sort of uh, hybrid of a society where we still have some of our tribal rituals and values, but the influence of Catholicism is heavier so it creates this sort of like mixture of two different cultures and really come from two points of view. The work in Danny's studio is certainly unique. A huge painting sits on one wall that I would describe as a, a native Dorian Gray. 
Purples and reds demonstrate a movement and a life that the image itself does not necessarily portray. The piece shows a respect for the classics and simultaneously fumes with raw and ancient honesty. The significance of merging cultures to create a new form may be the most defining characteristic of the art that migrant artists create, combining the old and the new without being confined to either realm. It's hard to balance the assimilation and the romanticism or not wanting to let go. And I think it's like a push and pull, it depends on the day. Because uh, I try to not romanticize so much about the past, but I want to stay grounded. Because uh, not an assimilation is necessarily bad, but 100% of it leads to not knowing your life, almost as if you're renouncing that in a way. So I try to, I don't know where that line exists. Because like I mentioned, assimilation is really important because this culture is just as beautiful as the other one. And the integration of both is sort of like an art form. It's something we haven't seen and it evolves. So I think it's good to stay connected to that, but um, it's not good to give in 100% all the time. Because people that look like each other tend to agree more with, because we're all traveling that way. So I think that there is, it's important to have resistance towards 100% assimilation without denouncing it all the time. We're, we're here in the East Lawrence Warehouse Arts Warehouse District. Arts District. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how long have you been working here? Um, I've been here for about six years, maybe a little over. Uh, we used to rent the building across the, that's where we started, across here where the Lawrence Beer Company is. We were there for about, I was there with them for about two years, and I think we've been here about four years. So things have changed a lot. Mm -hmm. There was less stuff around here than there is now. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting area. I'm glad it's here in Lawrence because even though Lawrence is a small city and everything seems together, I think it does add a little bit of mystery. Mm -hmm. Coming up to the Free State Festival uh, for Meow Wolf. Have you heard of Meow Wolf? Yeah, we went there a uh, couple months ago. Yeah, to like, uh, which, like the New Mexico installation? How was that? Oh, that was amazing. It's so much fun. And uh, n not only there, just Santa Fe was amazing. It's full of art. And the day before, just to contrast the experiences, we witnessed a lot of uh, kinetic work, then outdoor, then works with the uh, wind, and a lot of huge outdoor sculptures and sort of like ritualistic. And then when we went to the collective, which is based on digital sort of like glittery and interaction. It's was such a beautiful experience. I, uh, I think that's a good way where visual art could learn from and move. It's a little egotistic just to expect people to come out to see nothing sometimes or just to, I mean, I love the museum experience, but 
that it has been done to its highest level where quietness and just the allure of the building, like it's almost like a religious experience. I think some of these things should be more involved with culture and interaction with the public. It's important for people to have a little bit of thinking or fun or interaction. It just sounds like, you know, I'm surprised they didn't sign you up that day, I suppose. You know, I mean, is that how you felt when you were there, that you could just join right up? Or? Um, yes and no, because um, when we rented the other building, it, it was before it was renovated. So it wasn't like the collective in Santa Fe. But it was, um, it had the aesthetics of some sort of lost world. And it was a huge space, so we could experiment so much. So really when people walked in, because we are all collectors of interesting things, and we're, I think we're really interested, it's interesting people. And just having the access to that much space. And um, there were a lot of musicians there too, and uh, we had a lot of uh, collaboration with that. So when people walked in, they really felt like they were, uh, experiencing something different so yes when i do did see that in santa fe it uh, it gave me hope that i can do that a term that keeps coming up in my research on chicano art reminds me of the 2018 ku common book create dangerously by edwidge Danticon. the term is diaspora Broken down, it effectively means the scattering of a people or a nation and the people they become afterwards. During his talk at the Lawrence Art Center, Cheech Marin stressed that Chicano art is American art. And as it follows, the creators are too. For artists like Danny, he's from Lawrence, and his past does not put him in a box or a category. Instead, it provides inspiration to draw from and questions to ask. And as an artist, those questions come in many forms, in paintings, in drawings, in sculptures. And the answers Danny finds in his work will be different from what the viewer finds. But that may be the point. That may be the mystery. I want to thank Danny for spending some time with me here on Ad Astra. My name is Danny Ramirez. You can find me by chance at Sitco Studios. 720 East 9th Street on each final Friday. To hear more insight from local artists and to see the works that I've seen, visit kjhk.org and click on the Culture tab. I'm Chris Condi, and you're listening to Ad Astra.